Hi everyone, welcome to El Comadreo Podcast. We are your hosts. My name is Amy. And I'm David. And we are newlyweds. And we just wanted to create this podcast. Why? Well, we've been thinking about um, starting this podcast and, you know, just talking about what it's like being Mexican-American and the struggles of being Mexican-American here in the U.S. We're from Santa Fe, New Mexico, by the way. I was actually born in Kansas, but we moved over here when I was, like, about five. Here to Santa Fe? Yeah. Well... I was, we stayed in, in Kansas. I was born in Dodger City, Kansas. And my parents stayed there when I was uh, like about three months old. And we ended up moving to Salt Lake City, Utah. Uh, we stayed there till I think I was like four. We ended up going to Mexico for a whole year. And then we came here to Santa Fe and pretty much grew up here in Santa Fe. So when people ask you where you're from, do you say you're from like Kansas or you're from New Mexico? Uh, the city that I was born. I was born in um, Dodge City. And to me, it's kind of a pride because, you know, I'm a boxing fan. And Brandon Rios, Bam Bam, was born there. And so was Victor Ortiz. And well, Victor Ortiz was born in Garden. It's like 30 minutes away, I think. So when people ask me where I was born, that's it. for me, it, I take pride and tell them that I am from Dodge City, Kansas. And people, people here in Santa Fe think it's really weird. Why? And I'm from Kansas. Why? I don't know, just... Because everybody, you know, just talks smack about Kansas. <laughs> Why? I don't know. Well, I feel like people talk smack from, about people here, too. What like, about I feel you? like the most uh, most of, like, the rest of the U.S. thinks we're part of Mexico. Yeah. Alaska's, Alaska's how we learned um, how to speak English or just random, ignorant comments questions we get asked a lot and people from New Mexico I know they can relate but is it well yeah I guess I don't know a lot of people are moving here now yeah there's a lot of I know there's a lot especially of especially Texans people from Colorado California yeah there's a lot of people from Texas they move here what about you give us a little bit of a background story about you well I was born in Española New Mexico and but when people ask me, like, I say that I'm just from here, from Santa Fe, because I was raised here. Like, I, we moved here, um, let's see, I think I was in second grade. So how old is that? Like, seven? About seven, I think. Like, six. No, huh? I don't know. Something like that. <laughs> yeah. But I tell people I was, I was, um, I'm from here, Santa Fe, New Mexico. And how was your, uh... How was it growing up here in Santa Fe? Because I know you've had more time. Like I here. spent more time here than you did? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it was pretty good. I think it depends on like the school system that you go through. Because we're, I, when I went to school when I was younger, um, I was like always in the bilingual classes. So I was always learning like Spanish and English. Yeah, a mix of both. Yeah, a mix of both. And I don't know if it's like that, like, because I know, like, when I lived in Española, it was um, just all English, and most of my classmates were, only spoke English, like, no one, a lot of them, I don't think the majority of them weren't Mexican. There's only maybe, like, a handful of them. So I was, like, this little brown girl. Yeah. I... Like, and my English, when I was younger, obviously, since Spanish was my first language, wasn't really good. 
Yeah. So I struggled a lot. Did you learn? Did you learn English uh, in school or watching TV? Mm, I think it was a mix of both because um, obviously I, ha I have an older brother, so he would be watching TV. So I guess you kind of like learn from that. I think a lot of like majority of the kids who are who Spanish is their first language learn English like that. Yeah. Um, but then once I went to school, I had to go to like the ESL. Is yeah, it the, 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 the ESL classes? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, yeah, it was really, from what I remember, it, like, was kind of hard because I'd get my words mixed up a lot. Would, you, would the kids bully you? Um, they wouldn't bully me, but I just think, like, I had a little bit of maybe, like, an accent at first. Or sometimes, like, I'm saying, like, I didn't know how to say certain words in English. So you just say so they, Yeah, they'd just be, like, they'd look at me like, what the heck? Yeah. I think for me, it was... When I was in elementary, I went to a white school because that was the closest one to our house at that time. Mm -hmm. And I remember my sister, when we came back from Mexico, she didn't really know much English. And she, How old was your sister? I think when we came back from Mexico, my sister was, I'm going to say she was in the second grade. So what's that, like eight? Nine? <laughs> no, we just had a conversation. Oh, I don't know, something like that. <laughs> like seven, maybe? Like seven. <laughs> And she learned it right away. And for me, I've always struggled. With English? Not with English, but just, well, I guess. Learning? I guess, yeah. <laughs> just um, I remember I'd always watch cartoons, and that's how I kind of learned a little bit. And You know what helped me a lot was Dora. I was, like, obsessed with Dora. I didn't like Dora. Why? But I think shows like that are, like, really cool for, like, kids who's, who are bilingual. Because, mm -hmm. obviously, like, that's how I learned. Yeah, yeah, I think uh, TV helped me a lot. Because I remember when I went to kindergarten, I was the only... Well, there were, I think there was another girl that was uh, Mexican. And I remember the first day of school, I remember I cried. I, I didn't want to let go of my parents. And that, that was like the worst day of my life. Oh, for kindergarten? Yeah. <laughs> and little did you know you had a whole like 12 plus years ahead mm. of you. <laughs> I thought it was just going to be like one day and then the next day that my parents took me. I don't kindergarten that much or like I I kind of remember pre-k I didn't go to pre-k but why not my mom never wrote me up or signed me up I guess wrote you up or signed me up as y'all can see our, our English <laughs> is still not the best oh well it's like a mix of both because my English I don't think is the best but I also don't think my Spanish is the best same there's times where I'm talking to my parents and sometimes I just throw in English words because I don't know how to say them in Spanish you never realize how bad you are at Spanish though until you have to translate at like work because I work at a medical office and whenever I have to translate I just it's like a deer in headlights like suddenly I forget all the Spanish that I know <laughs> it's so embarrassing yeah that's great so tell us about what you do for a living I don't want to say too much but I pretty much um, I work in a medical office um, I basically, I'm basically a doctor's assistant, and, or as he calls it, his boss. <laughs> no, I pretty much um, keep him on track. So I'm a scribe, and for those of you who don't know what a scribe is, you're pretty much in um, following the doctor around all day and just documenting everything that goes on in the exam room. So pretty much everything that he's saying, you're documenting, and if any, like issues going on you like assist patients as far as like 
sending prescription medications in or you're pretty much um like i guess the messenger like through between the, the doctor and the, yeah the middleman between the doctor and the patient and then i'm also um a soup so i'm a scribe and then i also am a supervisor with another co-worker of mine we manage um our technician area so that's what i do i've been doing that for i've been in that office for going on two years now but i've been in the field for about four i took a year off to go back to school i went to beauty school so i'm also an esthetician a skincare specialist nice that's cool yeah what about you me, I work in the collision industry. What the heck is that? <laughs> For those that don't know, uh, if you wreck your car, take it to a body shop and you get it repaired and make it look brand new, I guess. Um, been in the industry since I was about 19. I'm 26 now. Damn, how does that make you feel? Makes me feel old. <laughs> makes me feel old. Makes me... And looking back, I'm, I've almost been doing it for 10 years now. Not that. Almost. <laughs> You're rounding way up. <laughs> yeah. Just kidding. But, yeah, I recently just became one of the painters there. and it's going. Do you like good. that? Like, is that a good change? It is. Uh, when you're doing, when you're, so there's, there's two sides to it. There's a repair side where... You know, you get the dent out or whatever. And then there's a paint side where it gets refinished. And the past four years, I was in the body side. And I was repairing and and just putting new panels or whatever. And it got to the point where it got really stressful. Where I would come home and I was just really stressed. And I know. It, and it really sucked seeing you like that. Because it's like, I mm. wanted to help, but yeah. there's no way for me to help. Yeah, and I ended up... For the longest time, I thought about doing a career change, and I actually got the opportunity to go into a different career, but there's a lot of uh, stuff that went on that I don't really want to get into, but uh, I got the opportunity to go into the paint side, and I'm, you took it. I took it. My dream when I was little was to always be a painter, and I finally did it, and been on the paint side for, I'm going to say, three weeks already, and mm -hmm. so far, so good. I like it. Something different. I feel like it's less stress, but, you know, there's always going to be stress. No matter where you go, no matter what job you do or work or what industry you're at. There's does never going to be perfect. Does a part of you wish it's like you would have tried that other industry to see if it would have worked out for you? Are you mm. happy with the choice you made? I'm happy with the choice that I made. I don't regret it. Because I know my gut feeling was telling me to stay there. Yeah. Um, But... Another part of me wishes that I kind of would have took it just to learn something else and see if it was better for me, but uh, it is what it is. Yeah, I think that's what like people our age group go through a lot where it's like we're trying to find out what we want to do in life. Yeah, I think being in your 20s is probably the hardest. It's well, you know, from what I've heard. Tell that to an 80-year-old. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> no, but... No, it's hard because it's like you don't know what you want to do and you're just, you're even still like trying to figure who you are as far as like a person. Because mm -hmm. I know there's a lot of days with me especially, I'm just like, I have no idea what I'm doing. And I feel like being in your 20s is probably the hardest because 
you know, that that's when, when people take off or whatever in their career and, you when know, different people, people start making tons of money and, and I feel, yeah, you, you start comparing yourself and that's when you start getting yourself really like, self-conscious yeah and unmotivated and, and you start thinking about their life i mean there's there's young guys right now that are in barely in their 20 2021 20, whatever and they're making tons of money and you know and it's yeah, not always about the money that, though? you don't know that though yeah and, and that's the issue nowadays especially with social media is that obviously people only post like you know when they're on such a high but you don't know what they are going through you don't know you don't know their bank account yeah so but it's really hard like I know I struggle with that comparing my life well not my life but just seeing what other people have and I've always been like this where I've just been really hard on myself because I know I feel like I know what I'm capable of but I feel like I'm my own worst enemy in the sense that I hold myself back a lot yeah too yeah it's, it's hard and you know this is the 20s is when you really have to grind the most you know we yeah, recently yeah, we so so I'm gonna give a little background story about um our relationship. Ooh, how we met. So do you want to tell them how we met? <laughs> well, you pretty much slid in my DMs. Yeah. <laughs> Just kidding. No, it wasn't like that. Um, it was. I think it's like funny because I was on Facebook and it was Valentine's Day. I shared a meme about it was a cute little pug, and he was like chilling by himself, and it said something about like. Of me on Valentine's Day or something like that. Drinking wine or something. Yeah, he was like drinking wine, like chilling or whatever. And then you replied to it um, in my messages. I don't even remember what you said. You were just like, wow, like that's me. Yeah, I was like, same, except without the wine. I don't like wine. Yeah. (laughs) And I just think like, I don't know. I. It's funny that I actually replied to that because back then I would never really talk to guys. I was just wasn't interested in relationships at that point in my life. Um, how old was I? I think I was 19, huh? Yeah, I was 21. Wow, we were so young. Sure. <laughs> no, I was 19, and I just wasn't looking for a relationship at that time. But I replied because it wasn't your typical, like, DM where the guy was, like, trying to um, hit me up right away or, like, just complimenting me, um, which was fine. Like, I always... I would always reply to DMs just with like a simple thank you or something. That's just the type of person I am. But yeah, I just replied. And then we just started talking as far as like friends really much. We just mm-hmm. were getting to know each other. And then you asked me to hang out. Yeah. And what's funny is that I was not going to go. If you know me in person, like I am such a flake. I just struggle with social anxiety sometimes and I am such a flake I don't like going out in big crowds I don't like meeting new people but I don't know for whatever reason um I just decided to go on that first date with you yeah I remember uh, I texted you to see what time we were gonna meet up at because I remember I had invited her for dinner and a movie we were gonna go to Applebee's and remember we were gonna go watch uh, Logan yeah I remember I, I, t- I texted you well, here's a funny thing. We'll get it. We'll get into that later on. But anyway, so I was I was messaging her through Messenger, and I asked her. I was like, "What time are we gonna meet up at?" And she was like, "She's like, oh dang, I forgot." And I did. 
I I forgot. And that was just always my excuse. Like, oh, I forgot or something came up and I can't. And I remember I was, because the whole day I had been thinking about it, whether or not I should go or not. And I remember even like telling my mom, like, oh, like, I don't know if I should go. I don't want to go. And my mom was just like, well, if you don't want to go, don't go. And then she's like, but, you know, it's just dinner and a movie. And so I was like, yeah, like, okay, like, I'll hang out with him, whatever. One, one date won't hurt anyone. What did you think about that date? So that was probably the worst date I've ever been on, oh if I'm being honest. <laughs> Be honest. Like, we are both just shy people in general. Mm-hmm. I feel like you're even a little yeah, more shy I, than I am. I feel like it takes, takes me a while to warm up to new people. Yeah, well, I'm like that too, but... I think the the more older I've gotten, like the better I've gotten at it. But mm. back then, I was really like shy. So we went to Applebee's and pretty much just did like small talk, like talking about where we're from, what we do for a living, all that stuff. And then it was like dead silent for the rest of the date or for the, the rest of the night even. Yeah, it was pretty awkward. Like we didn't really talk at all. We were just awkwardly eating our food. Don't you think? Yeah. What do you think about that date? It was kind of awkward. I mean, was that the worst date you've been on? No. <laughs> you've been on worse? Uh, <laughs> I don't say this it's is okay. the worst one, but yeah, I've probably been on, on some Better other. dates? Better first dates. Uh, I guess, yeah. Yeah. And uh, what's something that you didn't like? Um, something that I did. Oh, so afterwards when we went to the movie... Um, after the movie was over, we, uh, were in a parking garage and my car was parked like on the other end of where he was parked. And I told him, I was like, okay, well, I'm just going to go ahead and head home. No, I remember I told you when we got out of the movie there, I was like, Hey, do you just want to go and like bullshit and talk in my truck or whatever? And you're like, no, I was like, I'm no, tired. because I watch, I, I watch a lot of true crime. Like I always okay. been interested in that. And my thing was like, I don't, I don't know you. Like, I don't know what your intentions are. And I've never been the type of girl to do anything like that. So I was like, no, I'm just going to go to my car. And I was low-key kind of like yeah, it was, freaking it was, out a it was only bit. It was only 9.30 when we got out of the movie well, Okay. And she was like, no, I'm tired. Okay, but my Hispanic home. girls know. Like, if you're from a Hispanic household, like the way I was raised in, like, my curfew was like 9.30, 9.00. <laughs> Yeah. So I was already past my curfew. <laughs> so she told me that. I was like, yeah, she probably doesn't like me. She's probably not into me. So I was like, yeah, whatever. Yeah. Well, I just thought that you just weren't into me either because we really didn't even talk yeah, that the whole night. At first, there was no connection. And so, of course, me um, saying, okay, I'm going to walk to my car. All he says is, okay, like, good night or whatever. I don't even think you gave me a hug or anything. I think you just started walking towards your truck. No, I think I did give you a hug. I don't remember, but... I was walking to my car and I was like, what a jerk face. Like, he didn't even walk me to my car. Didn't, didn't even, even, like... Didn't even cross my head. Oh, my gosh. What a gentleman. <laughs> to this day, he's not a gentleman. gentleman. Just kidding. Thanks. No, I'm just kidding. But, yeah, I got to my car and then I don't even think you texted me to see if, like, I got home okay or anything. I think I ended up texting you like three days after. Yeah, like a couple days after. And I was just, I remember going back to work. um, I think it was the following Monday or the next day or whatever. And my coworkers were asking me about it. And I was just telling them, I was like, that's probably like the worst date I've ever been on. Like, I don't like this guy at all. He didn't walk me to my car. I was talking mad smack about you, to be honest. (laughs) 
<laughs> to be honest, they're like, they're like, oh my gosh, like he's not a gentleman and all this stuff, you know. Oh my god. And uh, what about our second date? So then I think like after you um, texted me like a, a few days later, we just kept talking as far as like friends. And then our second date was totally different. It was like... We had a little bit more connection. Yeah, because I think we actually went to like do something. We went to play ping pong. I thought that was the third date. Wow. No. <laughs> it wasn't. I remember. Well, we went to go play ping pong one of those dates. Ping pong. Before we were dating. And I've always been the type to do that's always been really competitive He's when it comes really to sports. He's really competitive to this day. He pisses me off because I am such a sore loser. I hate losing. And me, when and it, so when it comes to sports, I, I love winning. If yeah, it's, but like you didn't even let me win. You didn't even try to be nice was, about yeah, I was it. Telling, I was just showing you who I really was. No, but love. But uh, yeah, when it comes to sports, I've always been really competitive. I mean, if it's another thing, I don't really care if I win or lose or if you're better at something than me at that. I don't care. But when it comes to sports, I really try to do my best. It's just fun to beat people. Yeah, I remember. <laughs> but I hate losing. Yeah, I know. She gets mad. She cries. I don't cry. And I remember uh, when we were playing ping pong, I remember I was hitting the ball as hard as I could. And I know. You were going to throw your shoulder out or something. <laughs> I was like, oh my gosh, what the heck is up with this guy? That was that was fun. But I thought, yeah, I had a fun time. And then we went on after like only, I think a few more dates after that before you like asked me out. Well, see, my thing was, was that I wanted to keep it in the friend zone. I wasn't ready to be in a relationship because I had just gotten out of a relationship that wasn't, I didn't go too well. And I was planning on just staying single and making oh, friends. Hold up. This is the first time I'm hearing about this. No, you've I'm never told, told me. You. I told you. No, you've never told me that you had just gotten out of a relationship. Well, I had been single for a while, but I mean, like my, talking my, to someone. Well, I hadn't. I hadn't really been talking to anybody. I was just single, but I didn't. Mm-hmm. I wasn't. I wasn't ready to get into a relationship. Yeah, I don't think neither of us were ready to get yeah. into a relationship. But you know, after after the the those dates first or whatever, dates. Yeah, like the first few. Know. I don't even know what they were dates, but we were just like yeah, hanging, we were just out hanging out. And. Um, getting to know each other. Yeah. I was really taken aback when you asked me out because I was always used to talking to a guy for like three months yeah. or like a long ass time and even them like never even asking me out. So like for you to have asked me out, um, I almost said no because I, well, I almost said no because I wanted to get you, get to know you a little bit better. Yeah. Um, but again, something at that point in my life, I was like, whatever, like I'm not getting any younger even though I, I was young yeah but i was like we'll just see where this goes like i've already had failed relationships in the past but yeah. <laughs> adding one more to my life isn't gonna hurt and, me and our relationship has been really good we've never broken up we've never been the type of relationship that's been on and off we've always been we've always stayed strong i think we've ma- i just think we've matured like i feel yeah. like i was a mature person before but i never i feel like we've never let petty things get in the way of our relationship yeah. And for me, it was it was hard getting into a relationship because, you know, when you're single, it's just you, 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 and you, and you don't really care. Yeah. And, you know, for, for me to get into a relationship again, I had to change a lot of my ways. Like know. what? Like what, huh? Like, like think, what? About, think about not just me, but you. And, you know, it's something that I really struggled up to this day is being on time. I remember I'd, 
It'd be like, yeah, I had to go pick you up at your house at four. Whenever. I'd be so mad. I'd show up at her house like four fifteen. I'd be, I'd be like ready, just sitting there. Like you, you know those memes where you, like they're all dressed up to like sitting on the couch. Yeah, <laughs> that was me. Yeah, and that, that that's something I've always struggled. Even even like to work, I don't know why. I always show up like. And I'm the type of person late. that if I'm not somewhere like fifteen minutes early, I consider myself to be late. Mm-hmm. So it was really hard. But now it's like. Um, now that we live together, I feel like you've rubbed off on me because now I just barely. You know, I wake remember. Up. I remember she would text me good morning text at like, like five in the morning. Yeah, five in the morning. I was, <laughs> I was, I was still asleep. And I wouldn't get a text back till like three it's hours. Like, like seven thirty, almost eight. I know. Yeah, you were really good at waking up early, and now I feel like I've gotten you more lazy when it comes to that in the mornings. Oh, so you're calling me lazy? I'm not calling you lazy. I'm just saying that <laughs> you're like me now. Well, yeah. Our relationship's uh, is pretty good so far. You know, like any other relationship, there's there's always going to be arguments and problems and stuff, but, you know. I wouldn't say problems, but problems. just, like, petty arguments. Yeah. And I think with us, well, with me especially, if it all start, it'll start off as a joke, but then I'll get mad. And then yeah. I'll just, but I'm the type of person that doesn't stay mad for long. So with me, when I am done being mad... And I want him to stop being mad, but it's a, it's been hard learning that I just have to let him. Yeah, for me, I've always been the type of person that I hold on to things, and I, I know I'm not supposed to be doing this, but I hold grudges, and I'm slowly trying to change that. You're doing a good job, baby. But I feel like Amy's been helping me out, and but for me, it's. I'm not the type of dude that will go and confront you or whatever. I'm the type of dude that will just, like, literally just cut you off and just stop talking to you. That's just See, the type I'm not of like person. That. And I wish I was like that because there's been people that have obviously done me wrong, but I just don't have the heart to cut people out like that. Like, yeah, I st- I'll, like, lose connections with people, but that doesn't mean that I'll, like, still won't wish them the best or still will, like, I'll still have them on social media mm-hmm. and stuff. Like, and I'll still, like... Um, like their stuff and like congratulate them on like their achievements and stuff because um, yeah I mean there's room for everyone to grow yeah that's true I don't I don't I just hold grudges I guess but I don't wish them bad or anything I just yeah. stop talking to them that's always been mean but I feel that with this relationship I feel like I've gotten I'm not gonna say better but I've gotten Aww. okay I guess <laughs> just okay just okay still working on uh, it that's funny Oh, we are so, uh, we get so sidetracked because we didn't even mention about our, like, moms and us, like, dating. So. (laughs) That's so funny. Like, this is why I've always thought that things happen for a reason. Yeah. And I believe in God. Um, I wouldn't consider myself to be religious, but, um, spiritual. Yeah. I guess I Mm -hmm. consider myself to be a pretty spiritual person. But this is why I believe, um... Like, everything in our life happens for a reason. Because our moms actually pretty much grew up together in Mexico. They were, like, neighbors. Yeah, so... Her mom knows pretty much... Your um, whole, like, mom's family. Yeah, the whole whole side of my mom. She knows my uncle. She knows my grandpa, my grandma. Yeah. And same thing with my mom. I mean, she knows most of your uncles. Mm Mm-hmm. And it's weird how... I mean, they're both from Mexico, and them being neighbors, and they ended up moving to the same town, mm-hmm. and then us meeting. But we had we had never met before. Mm-hmm. Well, even in Kansas. 
Because my mom, when she um, crossed over, she went to Kansas. She didn't come straight to New Mexico. And then we they, were in Kansas. I think, yeah, yeah I they think saw each other, I think, a few times in Kansas. Yeah. And then, like, what a small world it is that, or how things are meant to happen, that they moved to Santa Fe, New Mexico. Yeah, and like, I, remember, um, I remember one time my mom ended up posting a picture of me or something on Facebook. And then I believe your mom liked it. Mm-hmm. And then my mom was like, "Do you know? Do you know this girl?" And then it was Amy. Your mom was showing you pictures of you and your, <laughs> your mom. That's so funny. Did you think I was pretty? Uh, I don't remember. <laughs> and then I was like, "Oh, cool." And then she's like, "Do you know her?" I was like, "No." And then I remember. I think your mom ended ended sending me like a friend request or something. Did something, she? Really I don't remember something like that. like that. And then I remember one time. We were talking one of our dates, me and Amy, and I asked her, I was like, hey, do you know who this girl is? I was like, she added me on Facebook, and, and I remember you got kind of quiet. And oh, I was like, that's my mom. You're like, that's my mom. I was like, what? I heck? thought it was so And then funny. I was like, I was like, wait, so your mom knows my mom? And she, you're like, I don't were know, I guess. Were we already dating or no? no? I don't think we were dating no. Well, it's funny because even a few weeks, or even a, a couple months before we even met, uh, my mom had asked me, she's like, do you know this kid? I was like, no. She's like, but he's your friend on Facebook. My mom's the type of person that thinks, like, if you have a friend on Facebook, like, you're, you, you know, know him. you know him in person. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, no, like, I don't even know. I was like, sometimes I just accept people and I don't even you know about them. Yeah. And my mom's like, oh, like, you should talk to him or you should date him. Like, I know his um, family. Like, if he's anything like them, you know, he comes from a good family. I'm like wanting to speak Spanish. <laughs> He comes from a good family. Now, at that time, I was talking to some other guy. I was like, I was like, no, mom. You're ugly. No, I didn't think that. I didn't even like really look at your pictures or anything. Mm-hmm. But I just think that's funny how our moms are pretty much like trying to set us up before we even. Yeah, that's right. That's crazy. There's times mm-hmm, where I'll yeah. be telling people that story and they're like, wow, that's freaking weird. I know everyone I've told that story to are like, just think it's crazy because we had never met before. I remember on one of those dates, your mom wanted to meet me, remember? And we went to Outback. When you first met my mom? Yeah. I remember like the first... I was so scared. (laughs) The first, I remember I sat down and then like I introduced myself or whatever. Mm -hmm. And then like right away she's like, she's like, como esta tu mamá? Mm -hmm. And then I was like, oh. This is a little different. Why? Because like, she already knew my mom, and she was asking about my grandma and my uncle mm-hmm. and my grandpa. But did that make you feel, like, more comfortable or no? Yeah, it made me... Yeah, it did. It did. The first time I met your parents, I was, like... You so were shy. Scared. I remember you were shy. I was really shy, but... Because I just wanted them to like me. Even to this day, like, I just want them to like me. I like you. Yeah. Well, that's a little bit about our... Uh, background um we recently we're not married yet <laughs> we did it the mexican yeah, we, did no, the mexican. <laughs> <laughs> we did that um i feel like we did everything like backwards no uh hold up because no because we don't have no kids yet. <laughs> we don't, yeah it's true we don't have no kids but see we had been talking about moving in within our like what like our second year yeah, like I think year, going to our second half, year almost going to our third something like that i feel like we got pretty serious like Pretty fast. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Within, um, like, I think, like, within, like, six within months like or something. something. Yeah. 
I was saying like I love you and stuff like yeah, that. She was a she was the first one that said I love you. And he was scared. I, I she ended, she said I love you within like the three months. And ah, took, no, seven yeah. so it wasn't that fast. Like ah, fine, six. <laughs> it took me like uh, maybe like a month after. You said yeah. I love you. But anyway, so we were we had been talking about moving in, but we didn't know how. We didn't know. It was know. so hard. Well, it was just so hard because honestly, I just didn't think Santa Fe is so expensive. If you're from here, like you know, it's so it's expensive mm-hmm. to live here, and especially like you're making minimum wage. Like even us, we make above minimum wage, and it was hard for us. Yeah, it's just everything is expensive, really. And you know, we were talking about it, and you know, my thing was at first that. I didn't want to get married first. I wanted to move in and see if the relationship actually worked. That was my mentality. And I wanted oh. to get an apartment. That's what I wanted. <clears throat> you see, the, the way my mama is. <laughs> and, you know, my mama is very old school Mexican. Mm-hmm. And she's the type of person to say, if you... Um, if you're not, you're not leaving the house without like a white dress on or something like that, some BS like that. And I was just like, that's just so crazy to me. Why am I going to marry someone if I don't even know if I like living with them? Yeah. Yeah. So that, I remember, I remember you were the one that wanted to like do it right. And then. Well, yeah, because my mom, I was so scared of like me moving out. And my mom, like, never talking to me ever again. Yeah. That's and, what I was scared of. And me, I feel like I, I, the day that I told my mom that I wanted to move out. What did she say? I told her that I, well, I was, I was older than you, you know. I was already, <laughs> what, like, 24? I was 24, yeah. so my mom couldn't really tell me what to do anymore. And then I, I, I okay, felt... Okay, like, that's... That just <laughs> strikes the wrong nerve, because it's like... Guys in a Mexican household can just do whatever they want. Like my older brother, when he moved out with his um, wife, they he's just moved out, and that was that. And my mom was just like, eh, like whatever, you know. Mm-hmm. But with me, it was like totally different. Yeah, I feel like Mexican moms are less strict with with those definitely, guys. definitely for sure. I know, I know, my mom was really strict with my sister. That's crazy. With me, I remember I, I never really had a curfew. I remember I'd show up, I'd show up late and oh, she wouldn't really nice. tell me anything. I remember my friend used, well, like, not just one friend, like, all my friends used to make fun of me because, like, no one really had curfews and I did. I remember at first it was kind of hard for me. Not hard, but it was different because you were actually, like, pretty much the first girl that I was with that had a curfew. Wow, that says but, a lot of, that says a lot about you and your tasting girls. <laughs> Oh my God. But eventually, <laughs> eventually, you know, I got used to it. I, I never did. I never did. Because honestly, it's like we never did anything bad. But I just wanted to sometimes like, you know, just like chill with you or like just, um, you know, have those late night talks or go mm. on a cruise or something. But it'd be like nine o'clock and I like have to go home. Yeah, home. And that was really hard for me um, growing up and like dating. Like, yeah. also, that was also part of why I, I didn't like to date, because I just didn't, I guess, like, I didn't want to be judged by guys, because mm. they were, I just, I don't know. And then for us, you know, we weren't the type of relationship that would, we wouldn't see each other every day. We would only see each other maybe, like, two mm-hmm. to three times a week, mm-hmm. if that, you know, because we... That's, that's when I was just kind of, like, I guess, starting 
don't know if it's a career, but just like being serious, like with work. And mm-hmm. I was just like, we were both really yeah. busy with work. We were both the eight to nine type of. Eight to nine. Or I mean, eight to five. Five. Eight to five type of <laughs> job. And you know, by the time we got out of work and we ate and we got ready, it was already, we would hang out like around like 6 30, and then I'd have to take her home like around 9 30, 10. Not even 10. Time, towards the end towards the end yeah it was like a little bit yeah, later I feel like your mom stopped caring yeah cause when she oh my god when she found out that I was moving out she was like mad at first I remember no I remember she was treating you like really like different different I remember uh, she was being like nicer and checking up on you and I don't know just different like not as strict mm-hmm. cause I think that's she realized that like we were serious mm-hmm. but yeah that that was my thing is I wanted a, an apartment, and... I love how we just get so off topic. I know, we go all over the place. <laughs> I don't like that. But anyway, we started thinking about it, and and I think I think you were all in for it, too, huh, for an apartment. Mm-hmm. At first, we, mm-hmm. we, were, we were even going to go sign a paper for one of them, I remember. Yeah, sign a lease and everything. But yeah. it was just because, again, like, I just thought getting a house was going to be so... Or that we couldn't afford a house. Yeah. was my mentality. And I remember I was on Facebook, and one of my buddies, he's a realtor. Shout out to Juan. Shout out to Juan. <laughs> yeah, uh, plan on inviting him here on the podcast soon. Yeah. But anyway, he's a he's a realtor. If you're in the Santa Fe area, give him a shout out, Juan Mora. Um, I remember on Facebook, he would put, like, uh, check out this house that I'm selling or whatever, or, or call me if you're looking for a house. And, you know, I was like, ah, whatever, I'm just going to try it out. Let's see what our options are. So I ended up texting him, and I remember we ended up going to Starbucks on, like, the next day or something. And we were just talking, and he was just telling us that getting a house would would be a good thing instead of an apartment. Cause like, honestly, it's, well, like, com- with our mortgage, it's, like, the same, pretty much the same as it was. Yeah, because here, here in Santa Fe, um, a pretty much a two-bedroom, one-bath apartment is pretty much, like, almost, like, 1500 Depend. Depending, Depending on, the on the area or whatever, but mm-hmm. it, it, they're up there. They're in like in the twelve hundreds and above, and the mortgage. People from like California are like, um, that's, that's cheap as hell. <laughs> and, uh, and the mortgage, you know, just depends on what you qualify for, and uh, so we thought about it, and I told I told him I was like, yeah, let's just try it. Let's go get qualified. Pre qualified. It's just so weird you to hear you saying my name. Like you just had <laughs> I was to say bed. my name. Yeah. And uh, so we went to go do that, you know, and I remember, I remember every time we would go and talk to the loan officer or whatever we had to go do with the loan officer, I remember I'd, I'd always get sketched out and freaked out mm-hmm. looking at the numbers because they were so big. And then when they would say, this is what your mortgage is going to look like, that's what she said. <laughs> I'd be like, I'd be like, I'm done. Like, I don't want to do this. Like, like, let's just wait. Let's just, let's just. Save a little bit more uh, down payments. We could get I more down payment down. We, yeah, we didn't have arguments about that, but I was just getting really like impatient with you and a little bit annoyed because it was just something that we, I feel like we had talked about and we, re- we really wanted and then you were the one that was like wanting yeah, to. I, I had a lot of second of thoughts. And, you know, it, it took us like what, at least a year to find out. Yeah, like seriously yeah. looking a year, but... Yeah, Even before that, when we were just looking on by ourselves, it was like a few months. Yeah, and I remember, uh, so I stopped texting Juan. And I remember Because we had decided not yeah, to go there Yeah, I told him, I was like, eh, well, I'm just going to save up for, for a little bit of more down payment. Mm-hmm. So anyway, we like stopped about that. We didn't talk about that. We didn't touch, we didn't touch that subject for a while about us moving in. Mm-hmm. 
I remember out of the blue, Juan texted me. He's like, hey, he's like, what's so, what's, what's the plan? What are you guys' goals? Or, I was like, nothing. And then I remember we started talking about it again. I was like, yeah, let's just start looking again. And I remember for at least like six months straight, no, maybe like three months. Mm-hmm. We were looking for a house. I remember after work, we would go and look at like two to three houses a day. And I remember... Yeah, it wasn't that long. Yeah. I remember we ended up finding one that was, uh, what do you call it? The two-story? No, the one in... And, uh, what <laughs> oh, oh my gosh. What was looking, that? Look, yeah, looking, it was a foreclosure. A foreclosure ago. Looking back on it, like, it would have been hard to remodel. Yeah. Now, or even the one that was on Highway 14. Yeah. Like, it was, it was a lot of land, but I was like, we did not need that amount of land. Yeah. And both houses needed a lot of work. Yeah, so that foreclosure was really nice. It was a big, big house. It, and it was, okay, it wasn't nice. It needed work. Over well, it needed work, but I mean, it was still a nice house. Yeah. And, you know, that but was... what was it? It was a... Uh, it wasn't... So, when it's a foreclosure, I'm pretty sure you guys know more than me, but... Uh, that, sure goes has to go through auction. And yeah, that particular. Yeah. I don't know if they all go like that, but that particular house. Was yeah, that one did. Through an auction. So our realtor kind of talked us out of it. Yeah. And um, so we were we were kind of bummed out because we we really liked it. And I, I remember, liked the two story house. That yeah, that was, was really there. nice. But again, it's just like too much house for just the two of yeah, us. Yeah, my dad was like. It also needed a little bit. Of yeah, work he was like always oh, like it's gonna take a lot for it to heat. And yeah. You know. Te imaginas con el bill that we get now? I know, it's expensive. Bills are expensive. It's like we're not even home all day. We pretty much just come home to eat and sleep. And like, bills are expensive. Yeah. But that's a little bit of our background story, whatever. And, well, I should say we ended up getting, (laughs) we ended up finding a new house. We're getting a new house. Yeah, it was a new subdivision. Mm -hmm. They were um, being built. Yeah. Back then it was just like only it was only like a street, huh? Yeah. They only had like a couple streets down. Yeah. So since we're we're young and we have a house, you know, I get asked a lot uh, from other young people. I know I do too. You know what it takes to get into a house, the process or whatever. You know the only the only advice that I have for you guys asking is save every penny that you have. I mean. Save at least half your paycheck and just throw it in your savings for a down payment. Because, you know, no, they, the, the loan officers, they promise you something. But when you go to closing, it changes completely. And, you know, one other thing is is uh, stay steady at your job. You know, yeah. don't earn, no, you know, stay for two years. Let me talk. <laughs> my biggest advice is, like, work on your credit score. Because that is yeah, a big thing. Yeah, a big thing. Yeah. I mean, if you don't have any of those, I'm, I mean, there's, there's programs. Like programs to help you, but I feel, looking back on it, I feel like it wasn't, it was stressful, but it wasn't as stressful as I thought it would be. Yeah. And so I kind of wish that we had started it sooner, because mm-hmm. we haven't even been on our, in our house for a year. It'll be a year in July. Mm-hmm. But it's been, it was really hard, because like, I wouldn't say I was like dependent on other people before but it was just like when we moved in like I had no idea kind of like yeah, life hit me in the face yeah. knocked me out yeah and another advice is so you don't you don't think about how expensive furniture is and um, you know even like little stuff like groceries and stuff like that like yeah, the detergent first and all that groceries is gonna be, everything gonna be adds expensive. up so what we did I remember I uh, we ended up buying stuff like dishes huh, and 
Um, just well, like little our, stuff. Our parents helped us a lot. Yeah, we had a we had a. I bought the dining table. What else did we get? I don't remember what else we had, but oh, I bought a TV. I was like, I'm not going into a new home without my a new TV. I know. I was kind of upset because I was like, you're <laughs> seriously worried about a TV? Like, I, don't, I back then I didn't even watch TV. Yeah. And then, so I ended up buying all that, whatever, and my parents have a storage, so I just kept it there, you know. But that, that came in handy because mm-hmm. you don't have, at that time, you don't, we didn't have that mortgage payment, so... Mm-hmm. So we would save up a yeah. lot. Um, but with, like with me, my whole paycheck, well, and I always would try to do this, a whole paycheck, I would just um, move it over to my savings, and then the next paycheck... I would move like half of it to my savings and then try to keep like half for bills. And then I pretty much only limit myself to like a hundred dollars to try to stretch that for like the two weeks. Yeah. Yeah. But my advice is, you know, save money. It's pretty much just work on your credit score. Stay steady at your job for two years. Um, Don't buy any big purchases or whatever when you're in the process because that'll ruin it. Um, they um once you find like a realtor like whoever to help you they they guide you through it yeah so it was really nice to have Juan's help because not only like I didn't feel like Juan talked to us as a realtor I felt like he talked to us as like well I mean you knew him before but I feel like he always talked to us like as a friend or gave us advice as a friend Mm mhm yeah that came in really clutch yeah so it helped a lot yep so, anything else you want to touch on? Um, I don't know if we really touched on what we were going to talk about. Or, well, like, not what we were going to talk about. But, um, like, what we pretty much want this podcast to be. To be. To be. <laughs> to be about. So, we were thinking about it. And. I would love for this podcast to go into, like, conspiracy theories. Or just talking to other people about their thoughts. Yeah, I'm not like a huge people person, but I still love hearing other people's opinions for some reason. I love to hear what they think about like all these conspiracy theories or what they think about um, like events going on in the world. I just Mm -hmm. love to hear from other people. I even like to get into like a little bit of some debates. Um, uh, A little bit of argument. I feel like my arguments are weak as week as af uh, you know what i just like to argue yeah. <laughs> just kidding so you know we just want to talk about pretty much any subject really we don't really have like a main topic yeah just pretty much like anything um and maybe we'll even have like a few episodes where we just answer like questions or we just um pretty much what's that um Shoot, did you ever read about like those columns in the newspaper that was like Ask Annie or oh, whatever? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like stuff like that. Like you could just write in like email, like uh, yeah, emails or stuff like that, and we'll just talk about that. If you guys have any ideas for topics, we can talk about that. We'll put the link down below and so you can email us. Because once you get me talking, like I feel like I'll, I could just talk about it forever and ever. Yeah, just at first, I get kind of nervous. I don't like, I know when I edit this, I'm gonna be. How should I say it? It's going to be kind of weird. What if it... I don't even know if we'll upload it. (laughs) So if this makes it, then cool. Yeah, (laughs) so we're just going to test it out for a few episodes and see how it goes. 
But if it does go good, you know, we want to be consistent. We want to upload at least like once or twice a week, depending oh, on how our schedule oh, is. About we'll twice. try. We're pretty busy. We'll try. And, at least uh, once a week, maybe twice a month. Yeah, you know, <laughs> my thing is I want to bring a lot of people in, and you know, just yeah, I definitely want to have different. Guests. I feel like the more people, the more the better. You know, we'll touch more yeah, topics or whatever. Yeah, and I do want this this podcast to also be in Spanish. You know, there's gonna be episodes where mm-hmm. where like I do want to invite my mom mm-hmm. and then just talk. You know, people yeah. are gonna really <laughs> help out our Spanish. I feel like Michael Alu and Mosho. Amy's a no sabo kid. Um, I guess. <laughs> I'm not gonna. I feel like no and yes. <laughs> yeah, so it's gonna be a Spanglish. You do not. My Spanish isn't that bad. Whose Spanish do you think is better? Mine. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> You're sleeping on the couch tonight. <laughs> oh my god. Just kidding. Yeah, so we'll see how it goes. Hopefully it goes well. Yeah. If you guys have any suggestions or questions or anything you want us to talk about, you can always um, either shoot us an email. To what's our email? <laughs> uh, we'll we'll put it in the link below. <laughs> Just say it. Is <laughs> el, el comadro? You can shoot us an email to elcomadropodcast.gmail.com. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, so I'll we'll, put it on the link below still. Though. Are we uploading this one to YouTube or no? No. Just the thing. Mm-hmm. Then how are you gonna post the link? I think Anchor gives you an option. Um. Okay. So we're we're doing podcasts through Anchor, and I think Anchor gives you the option to upload to uh, Apple, um, Spotify. I don't think you have to say that. Well, you can check this out whenever it uploads. Oh, just it, check. oh, it's an app. Yeah, it's an app, and then they oh. distribute it. Oh. <laughs> um, for people that have been doing podcasts for longer than us or whatever that have more experience, um, you know, just send me an email and see what we can improve on, editing tips or anything. Mm, yeah, there's definitely handy. room for improvement and constructive criticism, but no hate comments because yeah, your girl yeah. is a little sensitive. I don't know how I'll take rude comments, but I don't like rude people. I can't stand them. Um, you're rude yourself. <laughs> I'm <not> rude. <laughs> Just kidding. So. No, I'll, um, I won't cry, but like, I'm a sensitive yeah. ass gangster. Yeah. <laughs> and I think that that's going to wrap it up for us. For tonight thank you guys for tuning in and if you guys got it um or if you guys made it to the end then because i don't know maybe we're a little boring uh, and we'll that's okay to, we'll try to keep our, <laughs> our episodes more interesting and fun yeah this is just like an introduction an wanted to give a little us. bit of background story on us so, we'll thank you guys, guys for listening um we're trying to i want to have a day like a consistent day like a monday or a tuesday or whatever if we upload but we'll see how it goes because, you know, work. <laughs> but thanks. I know work gets annoying. All right. Thank you, guys. Bye. Say bye. Bye.